Good morning. Hey everybody, I'm Chad Eckert. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Each and every Monday morning I'm going live to do a first look pod and this week is for the Arnold Palmer Invitational Live at the Bay Hill Golf Club. It's great. It's a great tournament, great course, uh, great field in fact, um, and I'm about to look at it. I haven't. I simply open up DraftKings, and then I look at it, and I speak words. Whatever comes to my brain, I say it. If you are watching and you're new here, like and subscribe. If you have not already, go ahead and sign up for Fansharesports.com. It's a great website. It gives you statistics and information that help you become a better DraftKings and golf better. So you can do that using the promo code FANTASYGOLFPOD for 20% off a humongous discount. It's great. So go do that now. And then follow me on Wednesday morning and I'll talk about some of the ownership projections because they do that over there at fansharesports.com. They scour the internet looking for sentiment on a specific name, good or bad, bad or good. Um, And they put it into a projection for ownership, which is very helpful in DraftKings. Okay. Today, though, it is live on the internet and it is uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And Eric and I speculated last night on the Fantasy Golf Pod Sunday Night Pod. We do each and every Sunday night live on the internet. We talked about Rory being the top price guy. I don't know if he'll get to 11. I feel like a 10-9 is appropriate for him. Let's see. I'm going to share it. I'm going to add this to the stream. If you watch on YouTube, you could follow along as I react. Okay, here it is. Let's see. The tippity tip top is Rory. Oh, my gosh. He's 11-5. Okay. Whoa. And Bryson is also eclipsed the $11,000 range. He is 11000 on the nose. So you have Rory and Bryson, the clear and far away favorites in this field. However, on the betting board, Victor Hovland is next to Bryson right there, uh, like 12 to 1. And here he is 10 6. So you have Hovland a little savings off of Rory at 11 5, Bryson at 11. And then Hovland at 10-6. And then to close out the 10K range, Patrick Reed and Tyrrell Hatton. Not overly shocked by any of this. I'm a little surprised Rory's made it up to 11-5. However, I do see that Rory has great course history. And there is a lot that goes into researching golf. And some of it is course history. So that could be a reason why Rory has got the 11-5 number. He did show up decent last week. We saw him at the workday at T6, and that was with kind of a mediocre fourth round with 71. He had a chance for a minute to uh, go low and contend and compete with Colin Morikawa yesterday. Before that, he missed the cut at this, at this Genesis Invitational, and then, you know, T13, T6, and he was in Abu Dhabi before that, and then he had some at the Masters. So, I mean, Rory at 11.5 is not a terrible price. I do actually tend to, and I have consistently faded the top price guy. There's a lot of reasons behind why I fade the TPG, uh, but, you know, I wouldn't fault you for clicking Rory at 11.5, but I would definitely look at Bryson. Now, Bryson did come out at the workday and shoot a terrible first round of 77. 
But he figured out the course. He knew where to go and where not to go. And then he shot a 64 the next round. So Bryson ended up with a T22 at the workday, despite having that terrible first round of 77. And he scored 99 points. That was the seventh most DraftKings points scored yet last week, even though he finished T22. So he's scoring DraftKings points, but he's not getting uh, finishes this high. But that doesn't mean he's not worth a click at $11,000. So that's something to consider. I know, though, that this isn't necessarily a bomber track and a bomber narrative or whatever. It's more of a, you know, make sure you don't screw yourself and have a couple double bogeys. But, yeah. So, Bryson, gosh, he's playing really well. But he is the type of player that will get that occasional eight. You know, we've seen that meme of him counting the number of strokes he had on that one hole because he lost count. He does this. But Hovland, oh, my gosh, the consistency from Hovland. My goodness, in a 10-6, I, I would guess that's the most popular name in the 10K range considering Hatton won last year and he's 10,000 maybe, but he didn't do all that great last week. And then APPR, a 10-2, of course, always play Patrick Reed. That's what we do here at the Fantasy Golf Pond. Hmm. So there's your 10K range. I'm going to click Patrick Reed probably the most out of all of these names. No reason not to. I mean, uh, I've heard the narrative that it's an uh, Euro, an international, has won each, you know, all the tournaments forever. It, the, or, you know, every year at this tournament, a Euro wins the last five years at least. And then before that, it's like 10 out of the last 12 years. I don't remember what the exact stats are, but that's, you know, Reed is good on the Euro Tour. He's an honorary member to the Euro European Tour. Whatever that means. I guess he's he played over there a couple times pretty good. So I'm not afraid to click Patrick Reed. I am loving this 9K range. Look at these names. My favorite guy in this entire field is maybe Sung JM. I don't know. It could be a Honda comp. And he won the Honda Classic this time exactly last year. Matt Fitzpatrick, though, at $9,800 is someone to consider. If it's going to be a Euro, I do think that Matthew Fitzpatrick has the best chance. He's playing great golf coming in. In fact, he was on one of these couple of these DraftKings teams I had last week at the WGC Workday where he was T11, scoring some good points and doing well. He started with a 66. He was T5 at the Genesis before that. I mean, dude's won on the Euro Tour. He's kind of due for that win. He does like Florida golf. And there's been something to be said about Pat Matt Fitzpatrick at tougher venues and fields like this where the winning score might be minus 10 or minus 8. And he does well in those situations, I've been told, or I've seen. And so this could be the chance for Matt Fitzpatrick to break through on the Euro or on the uh, PGA Tour. And then you got Sung Jae M and Hideki Matsuyama at 94. Jeez. Spieth at 93. Day at 92. And Casey and Fleetwood at 919,000. That's, you know, not a lot of 9K names, actually. It's going to be interesting. You might be able to pop up or the 8K range, or you just go with the Reed, and then you go with the Fitzpatrick, and then you're left with $7,500. So you could go low seven, high seven, and a couple there, do something like that. But would you ever click Spieth at $9,300? He's never played at Bay Hill, and here he is. He's coming in off of a week off. Before that, he was a T4, a T3, and a T15. I mean, he's had good showings, and it's been with the irons. It hasn't been luck box chipping in and putting from dog, you know, Long distance. He's had the irons, and that's probably what you're going to need here. You're going to need to dial in your irons. I don't really know. Uh, 93, though. I'd rather go down. I'd probably rather click Jason Day, who has one here. He has course history. He's good at golf. Um, 
Paul Casey too. He's won recently in overseas and Euro tour and kind of performed decently. Uh, last time he was out at, was it the pebble? Yeah. It was T five at pebble. So I probably click that over speed. Gosh, we're getting $9,300 speed. It's insane. That's why you just go to the 8k range. We scroll down. Hi guys. This isn't meant to be a long thing. Hey, if you're in the uh, chat, chat along. T-Dog, what up? Happy Monday, bro. Good to see you. Thank you for joining. Um, again, I am uh, live on the internet. I'm talking the DraftKings pricing for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I have not looked at the AK range, but we are about to enter it, and I am seeing at the top of that range Billy Horschel, last week's darling, who kind of stumbled coming at home. It takes almost takes his pants off to hit a shot on, like, the 18th hole yesterday. So, I mean, this guy, he's grinding, and now he's at $8,900. Loves Florida, we know that, and he's played well. I didn't look statistically at how he got to the T. Did he finish T two? Yeah, I don't know how statistically he. Typically, Billy's carried by his putter, so I'll have to look into that. And then you have Louis Ustazen, who's also there, alive and well, last week at the WGC uh, concessions thing. T six before that was a T eleven. I think Louis, maybe his back is feeling good. He had to withdraw this time again last year at the players after round one. He withdrew from bad back. He's been known to do that, Louis. And at eighty eight hundred dollars, that's a great price actually. So I kind of like this. You start with Louis and you go to Molinari too. And I like Molinari and he's got course history here. Once won it a couple years ago and uh, coming off a of T eight at the Genesis is uh, you know. If this is going to be a par four scoring course, you're going to need to have, you know, a solid every fairway, every center green. I, you know, to go with a Molinari at $8,700 feels really good. It makes me confident in that click. So maybe I'll do that. I'll start a lot of my life. Maybe I'll go real heavy. That's probably the most owned guy I'll have this week is Francesco Molinari. Will Zalatoris is 86. Sam Burns is here. Homa, 85. I like Bermuda Burns. We're back on Bermuda. I mean, although he is just good golfer Burns. I mean, he's played solid. He had a chance to win a couple different times this year already. I mean, we know. We've seen Sam. We've watched him. We're fans of him, and he's there at $8,400. Harris English. Now, he came out the gate Bryson style and was kind of shitty with his 78. Oh, yeah, and then he ended. What's he doing? He was giving up round four. Harris English at the WGC Workday last week had an was yesterday at 80. But this dude, he's coming off of a win. So, you know, this kind of happens to people when they go T6. I mean, this dude was on a run for a while. And Harris English was T6, T5 back in November, December. Won the thing in January. Probably let loose, you know. Didn't really practice as hard. Hasn't focused as much. Missed a couple cuts and then had a you know, no-cut event at the workday that he probably would have missed the cut at. So I'm not sure about Harris English in 83. That might be overpriced. Hey, Louis Leishman, look at him. $8,200. Coke racks here at 81. And then you get Kevin Nye, 8,000. You also have Kisner at 8,000. Wow. They're just stuffing this 8K range with names. Like I said, I'm liking Molinari, I'm liking Louis. I'm liking Sam Burns. I'm liking less of the lower 8K range. This is the type of place Kevin Knob would perform well at. How did he do last week? Did he? Sh he did fine in the final round. I mean, my gosh, Kevin Knob's a good golfer. At eight thousand dollars, I might do that. Yeah, use all these names. I talked about it last night on the strategy part of the podcast. You can fast forward to the middle of the pod last night, and you can hear me say, "I'm using more names. I'm getting more diverse. I'm not trying to focus too much on one guy." And why wouldn't you? 
just pick everybody in the AK range every single week or the 9K range because it's just the best golfers out there. So what are you going to do? You're going to try to choose between which one? Now, Max Homa is somebody that is the hottest golfer coming in. I do a tweet on the Fantasy Golf Pod Twitter page coming in hot. And he is the hottest of all. But that might be because he has the most strokes gained total because he's played all six of the last six events. Does that make me nervous? Did I think he was going to be tired last week? Yes. And he still showed up and did all right. So I don't know. I could be wrong. These young kids, they don't they run out, they don't run out of energy. They got all sorts of energy. They don't have two kids under the age of four years old at home burning all their energy. All right. 7K range at the top. Oh my gosh, Jock of the Week. Jock of the Week. Cameron Davis at Taylor Gooch. Which one are you going to click? Rose and Fowler and Tregali. Pepper this out for 7K range. Like, don't get stupid and not use Cameron Davis, even though he's probably going to come in at 25% owned at $7,900. We've seen Cameron Davis, and we like Cameron Davis, and that's $7,900. That's a stupid price. Although, is it? Again, we did also talk about this, Eric and I, on the podcast last night about how there is no wrong pricing. Oh, DraftKings is good at pricing names, so it's probably a good price. $7,900, I'm going to use it still. I'm going to use Gooch. I'm going to use – now, Rose, he kind of burnt us last week, didn't he? He was just kind of bad. I mean, we all thought he'd be good after that Saudi performance, and he didn't even break 60. Who knows? Sometimes Rose shows up and doesn't care, and it's hard to pinpoint where his head is at. Ricky Fowler at $7,800 now. Hear me out. People think people die. People's careers are over. And Ricky Fowler is one of those people. But look at these cuts. I mean, he's made it 28th. He's made it 29th at the Masters. He was 21st American Express. He's 20th last time we saw him. I mean, he's doing okay. And at $7,800, this is the point where you might be able to click Ricky Fowler and be okay with it. Again, he's not in the Masters. And that's in a couple, I mean, it's like a month away. What day is it? Jesus. It's almost like four or five weeks from now. So he's got to win. He's got to get in somehow. So if he wants to compete in the Masters and get a major for the first time in his career, Ricky Fowler's got to do well here. So maybe click $7,800 Ricky Fowler. you got Tringali, who I love, but I don't love Tringali on Bermuda as much as I love him on the West Coast on POA. So in Lanto at 77. Everyone loves Lanto. He'll probably get popular. Hoffman has some course history. Shane Lowry's here. Brandon Grace won the Puerto Rican Open last week somehow. I didn't watch a single shot of that tournament, so I don't know. Siwoo Kim, he just won, and he is 7,500. Is this kind of like a Pete Dye course? feels like it, maybe, with the water and precision and scary off the tee looking. So, hey, maybe you go Siwoo at 75. We know he likes to birdie. Bazudenhut's here. Hadwin is here. And Matt Jones, you've played so well, Matt Jones, in this uh, spring. Look at these results. I mean, when's the last time he missed a cut? It's not even showing up. You can't even tell what he's listed cut, missed cut last because the DK log doesn't even show it. And he was T8 at the Genesis. He's $7,400. People don't even know that Matt Jones is legit. Grio wasn't Grio the chalk at the Puerto Rican Open. And he finished T11. I guess he paid it off. So maybe people will go back to Grio. He is good and he's due for a win and he's bad at putting, but I don't know. Some people find the putter randomly and miraculously. Got Poulter and Todd and Norn at 73 and Corey Connors at 73. I love Corey Connors. I bet Corey Connors because I saw he was 110 to 1. This dude's one on the tour. Look at this. Like eighth, tenth, tenth, seventeenth, seventeenth. Like, how is he seventy three hundred dollars? How did because he missed a cut? He was 72, 71. What did he miss it by one stroke? Like, my God. At the Genesis? I mean, I think Corey Connors is a great player, and I'm liking him. So I'll pick. Click that. 
Westwood Perez, Norlander, he's he played well. He's showing up on that list of guys that have strokes gained total after his last six rounds or six events because you saw him at the American Express in January at 12th and 2nd for Henrik Norlander at the Farmers Insurance Open. Finished a T22 at the Waste Management, T26 at the a, uh, the Pebble Beach. My God, this is a good golfer. He's at $7,200. You got Luke Lists here. McNeely. Do we like McNeely on West Coast? I think that's where we like him. He missed the cut at the Genesis. So maybe we don't like him on West Coast. It doesn't even matter. I don't know. I'll have to look into that because I love McNeely. He's a great golfer. Talented young man. Andrew Putnam's here. Oh, Ben on and McIntyre. McIntyre was god awful last week. And then Stenson's down here at $7,000. Then there's names here Poston and Clark. Chris Kirk. Man. All right. I talked enough about the 7K range. I mean, my goodness, there's some juicy names. This is going to be fun. I'm going to be able to build good lineups. Like, truly. I'm going to be able to click 33 names. I might have to click more than that because I like a lot of names. I think if you're making 20 lineups, which we do, we're short game players. It's a $1 contest where you pick 20 lineups. You can play for 1000 bucks or 1500 sometimes, and it's great. And then pick everybody because you don't know which one of these guys is going to be good. So you pick three or four shares of each of these guys, and you kind of diversify, and you have some fun, and you win some money maybe. And you have a chance at a sweat. You might have a chance. Let's go to this. 6k range uh, i'm already talking for 17 minutes so i gotta get going here and neesmith's at 6900 matt wallace zach johnson brendan Steele, evr joel damon at 6800 guys such a clown i want to click him but look at these results guys miscut 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 t60 miscut so like joel uh put down the beer and practice for real until then i will not click you Patton Kazire is 6,800. Patrick Rogers just got into the tournament. HV3. Gosh, this is almost the point where you start thinking about HV3 because maybe no one's on him. He's 6,800. Hey, Keith Mitchell. I think he was – he played well here last year. He's missed three cuts in a row, but he does love Bermuda, I'm told. Munoz loves Bermuda, and Munoz gets no respect. It's great. I mean, it's great. Last week he was T22. He was 6,500 or something insane. No, was he? I don't know what he was last week, but he was, like he loves Bermuda guys. So just click him at $6,700. That's your last guy in on every lineup. Like, don't hesitate to do that. Cam Champ is here. $6,600. This is the bomber course. He's inconsistent, but he will pop. That's a GPP play. So if you're in a GPP with like 150 people, entries that has – 70,000 people total in it. That's kind of the guy that you can go with. You can get him at low owned and he has the ability to flame and be the greatest golfer of the week or the worst. And so that's kind of what you want in a GPP. What are you going for? Like min cash Martins. We're not trying to min cash Eric Martins, this thing. We're just trying to get some chance at mega profit and a nice juicy sweat. And so with a guy like champ, Gim is down here. 66. Gim has played super good. Oh, he missed the cut. Genesis is a, Hard one to comp, and he missed the cut by maybe a stroke. One of the hardest fields of the year. I'm going to give him a pass on that because before that, we've seen him. He's been consistent. I don't know how he does on Poe. I'll have to look into that. But Doug Gim at 66, I'll do that. Hmm. You got Nick Taylor, Glover, Fratelli, Stanley. Stanley, 65. Is he back to being good again? Because he was once top 75 in the world, like a great consistent score and player. He's going back to being that he hasn't missed a cut since mid January. Kyle Stanley at 65. 
if you're going to go with that. Mel Naughty, everybody likes. This is not a course for a hoagie, I don't think. Hoagie's better at birdie fests, resort courses where you're not finding trouble off the tee or on your approaches and you can't get blow up holes. And so, because Hoagie's too aggressive. Mel Naughty's here. Adam Long is 64. Snedeker, my God. He's got to bounce back at some point. But maybe, I don't know. I'll let, I'll let him do that before I risk it. I've risked too many shares. I've lost enough money on Snedeker. Now, here's Doc Redman and Sepp Straka at $6,400. We've clicked and seen these names at the top of the leaderboards before. But Doc, I don't know. He's been so bad. Like He has a T4. He almost won the Bermuda in October, Doc Redman. But then, since then, bad. Straka, he has decent somewhat finishes. He's, every other week, he's done okay. He had a T5 like in November. 64, you could last guy in on some of these names. I don't know. I don't trust any of that. Hubbard's down here at $6,200. I like Hubbard. Another guy that missed the cut like pretty much on the number at the Genesis, so he's getting no respect here. He did make a cut pre previously the, the other two well, I guess he missed cut it. I mean, he's making cuts, and it's sixty-two hundred dollars. It's all you need someone to do. Mark Hubbard, he's fun to click too. He puts it funny. Denny McCarthy is sixty-two. We used to see him. Oh my gosh, he's bad though. He's missed a lot of cuts in a row. Um, Bermuda Brian. I mean, if you're gonna click anybody on Bermuda because it's Bermuda, it's Brian Gay at sixty-two hundred dollars. Brian Gay, a winner uh, at the Bermuda Championship in October. I mean, he's made two cuts in a row. $6,200, Brian Gay. That's the lowest name I'll advertise. Tyler Duncan is at the minimum price. Has he made a cut? He finally made a cut. I like Tyler Duncan. I don't know if I can do that, though. Hmm. Lumpy? Tim Heron is playing? Good for him. Maybe make a cut and make some money, Tim, from Minnesota. We like him. All right, that's going to do it, boys and girls. That's me talking live on the Internet on a Monday morning. We're um, 22 minutes in. Sorry I went a little bit long. But, hey, if you need more information and you want to study these names and you want to get their ownerships and you want to have statistics about them, you go to fanchairsports.com and you sign up for their website and you give them money, but you give them less money with the promo code FANTASYGOLFPOD, all one word, and it'll be great. You'll actually maybe, you know, you might not win. Probably doesn't help you win ultimately, but it'll be fun to have those stats and make you feel confident and comfortable in your clicks. That's what we want. Comfort. All right, boys and girls, like and review and rate and subscribe. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Tonight, actually, I'm going live on the Preferred Lines podcast at uh, 8.30 Eastern time. And then I'm going live again Wednesday morning to do ownership, depending on if I have time. And if I'm not showing houses, because I'm a realtor for Edina Realty, if you live in Minnesota and you need a house or you want to sell yours, hit me up. Again, thanks for watching. See you later. Peace out.